Hello, and welcome to the Married Christian Sex Podcast, a ministry of MarriedChristianSex.com, which is written by El Fury and Sexy Corte. Today's episode is about an acrostic created by Sexy Corte while under the influence of sexual arousal. If this marriage ministry is beneficial to you, please share it with one of your friends and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. Okay, so this was a sort of performance art project that Sexy Corte and I did almost a year ago now, and we're finally getting around to record this episode. I've been really interested in recording this for a while. It just takes time to get around to things. So a little bit of setup here. What we did was basically set her up with a vibrator, which was applied in the appropriate manner. And then we uh, built an acrostic. Really, she built an acrostic. We went A through Z. And she came up with words that went with each one of the letters of the alphabet that related to sexuality, to our relationship, and basically whatever she was thinking of as she was sexually aroused. Uh, There's a post on our website, which I'll link to, that you can check out. But what we're going to do here is go through each of the letters and have a little bit of a discussion about each one of the 26 things that she wrote down. Anything you want to add about the process here before we get started? You had this idea and then then we did it. So it really was sort of a performance art like activity because it was uh, very much in the moment capturing an experience. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of pre-planning that went into this. Okay, so why don't we get into it and start with the letter A. A is for acknowledge your sexuality. A was a tough one to, your typical like sexy words don't usually start with A, or at least not that I could think of at the time. Um, And I was very much on the spot with this, but acknowledge your sexuality. We are sexual beings. God created us to be sexual. And I think that once you kind of embrace that, that you are a sexual being and and have urges and desires. It just really opens up a lot of freedom in your relationship with your spouse. And, and it's really how God created you to be. And, and yeah, there's just a full range of human experience in that. Definitely. We get a lot of people that write to us about that. It does seem that in Christian circles, especially that, sexuality is kind of something you need to repress or have self-control with and um, which certainly there is a time and a place for that but not within marriage and I do understand that it can be difficult to kind of flip that switch once you get married and suddenly you're all sexual (laughs) uh, with your spouse and before that nope don't do it but I don't know having having healthy conversations around sex even even before you are able to preps you for that in in a relationship. So maybe the conversation should be more around self-control instead of don't do that or sex is bad or, you know, um, kind of typical things that a lot of people hear when they're when they're growing up. So for B, you said balls and breasts, lick and caress them. I like that B has an application for men and women. And yeah, these are two of our favorite areas to lick and caress. 
Um, breasts seem like a very obvious one, but balls may not be so. So ladies, if you have not licked and caressed your husband's balls, I know that El Fieri is a big fan and I bet your husband's would be too. C is for clitoris, where it is and what it can do. I'm amazed by this tiny little part of my body and it is extremely important to know where this is uh, for both men and women. And, uh, and yeah, just it's something you can explore for years and years. We get emails from people who don't really know how to use it. So I'm not sure if it's, if it's a big mystery or if it's difficult or not, but we definitely get questions from folks who need tips. I think it is a big mystery. I, I don't know. People have been talking about the clitoris for all of human history, it seems. And it's like the elusive part. <laughs> D is for delight in your bodies. This would pair with A and acknowledging your sexuality. But uh, yeah, your your bodies are amazing things. And you should you should take advantage of them and explore them and and. You can spend your whole life getting to know your body and what it likes, what it doesn't like. And so it's something that is easy to be self-conscious of, but your spouse is delighting in your body. And so if you can kind of let go of feeling self-conscious about it, then there is great delight to be had in it. E is for, and this goes along with D, I think, explore your bodies, explore your sexuality. Yes, very, very similar. But yeah, uh, you know, sex with your spouse is about exploration and and discovery. And there's a lot, there's a lot to do there. That's one of my favorite things is that, you know, we've been married for years, and we can still find new things, your body can change over time. So it's it's always a, a process that you should be engaged in. F is for forgiveness. How is this sexual? <laughs> Like there's another F word that might have been more appropriate for sex. <laughs> uh, forgiveness. The Bible does say to be quick to forgive. And I I think that early on in our marriage, I wasn't quite um, the best portrayal of that quality. And and so I, I feel like we probably lost out on some time together when we would get in an argument and then I'd be mad and it'd take me a while to forgive you. And I think that God has really grown me in that area because, you know, when we have an argument and, you know, we work it out, I often think, well, I don't really want to spend my time just being crabby because we had an argument. I, I want to be quick to forgive him because I, our time is valuable and I, do want to make the the best of it. Do you think that forgiveness comes or should come before sex? Or do you think that having sex can lead to intimacy and forgiveness? How do you view that? I don't know. They they do kind of dovetail. I we usually have the forgiveness part then but then I feel like we sex is like a reset button after after we've sort of set our peace with each other and kind of after we have sex, it's like, you know, the, the relationship returns to us being gracious to each other. And speaking of G, well, actually, it's not gracious. G is for generosity. 
Generosity. Uh, this is something I I think about a lot, especially as being a mom. And are how are you generous with your spouse? And and ju- I mean like generous with yourself, with your spouse. Are you giving the best of yourself to your spouse, or are they getting your leftovers? Are you, um, you know, often it, it seems pretty common in a marriage that you know you work during the day, you give a lot of yourself to your coworkers, your kids, um, just anyone. And then in the evenings, when it's time to hang out with your spouse, you just don't have as much energy and you are not as generous with yourself, with with them. And and they're probably the most important, should be the most important relationship uh, in your your day-to-day. So yeah, being generous with your spouse and giving of yourself to your spouse. H is for hugs. (laughs) (laughs) I love hugs. I don't know if there's much to say about that. Could have been under C for cuddling or something <laughs> too, maybe. Clitoris is pretty important for C. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so I is interested and interesting. Yeah, are are you an interesting person and are you interested in your spouse? So what are what are you bringing to the relationship and are you being attentive to to what your spouse is is bringing. Yeah, I think these are both two sides of the same coin, right? I mean, I think we both want our spouses, we all want our spouses to be interested in us, but then asking ourselves, well, am I making myself into an interesting person? Uh, Do I have interesting things to talk about, interesting things to do that will capture my spouse's attention? I think that's uh, that's the other side of the same coin. We should be interested. We should make an effort to be interested in our spouse, but also interesting to our spouse. J is for job, comma, blow. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> I'm just writing these down. This is what you said. No, I know. Uh, this seems self-explanatory. I Husbands all probably love blowjobs, so... And it definitely is a job. <laughs> so, you know, that's why it's called called one. But um, this is typically part of our foreplay routine when we're getting warmed up. And then uh, also, I guess, more intense when I'm on my period. And I 100% know this is one of the ways El Fury feels most loved. Yeah, that's true. It comes back to generosity again here, maybe, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And K is for keep on, persevere. It's interesting. This is in the middle of the acrostic. <laughs> Maybe I was needing some perseverance through through it. But, uh, you know, it, marriage and sex within marriage is is something that, you know, can, can ebb and flow. And even though we write a blog and do a podcast about sex in a relationship is it's still something that you have to work at and and it's also you you go through cycles i've definitely had periods where my libido has been lower for a stretch of time or or higher and and you kind of work through that together and and you you keep at it and you keep loving each other and you keep having sex with each other and um and you you learn and you you explore and all of that it's it's worth the effort and, and your spouse 
you are the only person that can fulfill those needs in your spouse. And, and so that is one, one way God, God gave you to show each other how much you love each other. So yeah, you have to sometimes keep at it. So we are here near the middle of the acrostic. Do you remember at this point, like you'd been having the vibrator on you for a while. Was it hard to think of these words or are they coming to you easily? There's definitely like obvious ones that you, you think of sexual acts or body parts. And I don't remember how easily, but I, I do remember that some of the more obscure letters were <laughs> were really tricky. That's part of the fun though, I think. At least it was part of the fun for me was watching the performance part of the performance art. <laughs> L, love each other. How did you come up with love for L? Uh, L is not always a feeling. A lot of times it's a choice. And um, I feel very loving towards you almost. Well, yeah, most of the time I do. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> but um, but there there are times in a marriage that you're you're choosing to love the other person and and uh, love is both m manage your time yeah everyone has the same amount of time and how do you use it are you prioritizing sex in your marriage are you um planning ahead are you are you making sure that that it's a priority we've often talked about the, the four quadrants of, you know, uh, is it Stephen Covey that has the four quadrants of, urgency you know, and importance. yeah, urgency and importance. And if you, if you let your time, if you don't manage your time, a lot of it will be spent in the quadrant that is not important and not urgent or the other one. urgent, but not important. Right. And where you, where you want to spend your time is not urgent and important. And that would be where, where your relationship is. So you just have to be cognizant of, of your time and where it's going, pay attention to that. And, uh, you can, you can really fill your, your time with useless things if you want to, or you can be intentional with it and have sex with your spouse or, you know, engage in more meaningful activities and just like scrolling through your phone. Yeah, sex with your spouse is important, but usually not urgent. <laughs> well. All right. N is for naked. Be naked. Again, not nothing to really go into on this one. It's most of the time you need to be naked to have sex. But I don't know. Be unabashedly naked. Just your your spouse loves your body and you have no reason to be shy in front of them. Although I think once in a while you like a little coyness, but uh, yeah, be be proud of being naked and it opens up a lot of freedom when you do. And if your spouse is a little shy, be admiring of their nakedness. Mm. Yeah. Oh, orgasms. Another important one. Uh, one of my favorite things that we get from our readers is, is especially when there's a wife who had her first orgasm. That's amazing. And so figure out how to have an orgasm, like how to get your wife there. Uh, that can take a lot of experimenting, but uh, it's really important. It's a total game changer. And so if you 
aren't having orgasms, make an effort to do so. Yeah, and like you just said, it's almost always, I mean, I, I don't think we've ever gotten an email from a husband who can't have an orgasm or has never had an orgasm, but we do get emails from wives. Yeah, and that is a distinction. I think a lot of women think they can't have an orgasm when they just haven't had the right amount of time put into it and attention and um, exploration that's needed to make that happen. Gets back to C again, clitoris, <laughs> where it is and what it can do. Mm-hmm. P is penis. Yeah. <laughs> P is for penis. I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's a it's a fun thing. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Q quiver in sexual response. I think mm-hmm. this one was a hard one for you to come up with a word for. <laughs> Q. Yeah, Q is a difficult letter. But that, that's one of the best parts of, I don't know, I love it after I have an orgasm and I just feel like I shake in your arms. It's it's like I I um, I need you to like hold me while I, I quiver after that experience. Sometimes you like just let me go for a while and I feel like I'm gonna like fly away and then and then you grab me and I just quiver and shake and it's 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 very intimate and it's like you're sharing in in that after effect of the orgasm with me feels like we're sharing a very well a very we are sharing a very intimate almost mystical kind of experience i think i feel like your orgasms are somehow more more mystically loaded than mine i don't know are Uh, related here perhaps r is for release control let go yeah i think sometimes you want to be poised in a relationship but if you just yeah especially in sex if you let go of yourself and that's the beautiful thing about marriage is you have like a a place where you've committed to someone and and you you can really let go um and it's pretty amazing when that happens think that this gets to you know a lot of the things we've already talked about exploring your body being naked having an orgasm in order to really fully enjoy your sexuality I think you need to be able to let down your guard let down your sense of control let down your your ego or appearance that you're trying to maintain I don't know and really like give in to a more primal part of yourself yeah, I I think that sometimes you can be concerned about how you look while you're while you're having sex, but if you just kind of follow the sensations and what feels good, then I guess that's being present in what you're doing. S is for suck. <laughs> uh, pick a body part and there you go. Uh probably the most is on the penis. I don't know. You can suck all sorts of <laughs> things on each other, I guess. You can suck anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess L, we didn't get lick. So S can kind of like mm-hmm. cover whatever it is you're doing with your yeah. mouth and tongue and lips. T is tense, as in don't be tense. <laughs> uh, probably earlier when, in our marriage when I was newer to to the orgasm experience, there would be times when I felt like I 
would be taking too long and it would make me kind of tense up and it would be kind of this positive feedback loop where it would then make it take longer and then I would be more tense and worry about it. And then I don't know, I, I had to learn to kind of let go of that and, and be more, more in the moment and not worry and just let it happen. And it does happen a lot more easily if you do that. When you say tense here, then is it kind of like a performance anxiety of some sort? Like, am I doing this right? Or am I, is this going as well as it could? Or, or what is it? Well, I, I think I would worry that I was taking too long and then like, oh, he's probably not like, he's probably wanting this to be over and I'm taking too long. And why do I take so long? Or I, I don't know. Um, and it's funny, I, I think I do orgasm faster now that I'm not as worried about all of that. You is for understand your spouse's needs. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Like El Fury needs sex more than I do and and I I understand that's like part of him and in the same way like when I'm in the down part of my cycle, I just sometimes don't even really want to be touched for a day or two. And, and he understands that about me. And it's, it's not, um, anyone else's fault. It's just biology. And, and so under understanding that aspect of your, of your spouse and I guess not resents probably a strong word, but not faulting them for it. And, and, being generous of yourself and and their needs back to g yeah and i think your natural assumption might be that your spouse's needs will be the same as your needs or that maybe they'll be the same in nature but different in degree or something like that but i mean your spouse's needs might be really quite different than your sexual needs mm-hmm. the key there is talking about it and and that's another thing we get from a lot of readers that have have questions for us that a lot of those can be solved by communication if you you need to tell your spouse what your needs are and and be receptive to what their needs are and and learn how to negotiate that 90 percent of the emails we get the answer is well, have you talked to your spouse about that? It's like, no, I want to solve the problem without having to talk to my spouse. And usually that's not, um, that's not going to work too well. So yeah, understanding comes through communication. V is for vibrator. Uh, be, be open to using a vibrator, especially if you I haven't had an orgasm or, or have a difficult time having an orgasm. I remember the first time you told me you bought one and I, I think I had this sort of hang up like, Oh, that's like a sex toy. I, I don't know. It was, um, something I never had thought I would use, I guess, or, um, experiment with. And then, and then we started incorporating it and I I realized that it's not something that I guess my perception of it was probably that it's it was like something women use to masturbate with and then I 
came to realize like it could be a tool used to enhance your your time with your spouse and um yeah it really has been a tool in our marriage it really enables the experience for me especially while we're having having sex because um I I think with just positioning otherwise I wouldn't be able to have an orgasm while we were having sex like you'd have to use your hand before you know before we had sex or you know it it just helps make things flow better yeah like I said it's it's a it's a tool so be be open to using one if you haven't and I imagine by this point in the acrostic when you've been under the influence of the vibrator for 20 minutes or so is probably top on your mind. <laughs> no, I don't know. That That's what I, um, I don't know. It, it actually, I wouldn't say it's top on my mind. It just, it enhances our intimacy together. You know, like when we're, when we're having sex, I'm thinking about having sex with you and our experience together. I don't focus on the vibrator. Oh, actually, that's really interesting the way you say that then. So not on the top of your mind. It's more like it fades into the background of the experience. Can you say any more about that? Well, that that's why I was calling it, it a tool because it, it, it enables me to like, experience that act more intimately like it it's it's more just puts me in a state of arousal where I'm you know moving moving towards something and so that yeah it it makes me focus on our intimacy together no it's really yeah that's really interesting I don't think that's something we've talked about before w is for wiggle on your husband's lap I like to wiggle on you. <laughs> it's very distracting sometimes in a good way. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, never under never underestimate the power of a good wiggle. Um, I don't know. El Fury will come in and give me a hug and can just wiggle and it distracts him. It's, I don't know. It's fun. Or if he comes up behind me, I do a little wiggle and, um, or sit on his lap just yeah it it's a very small gesture but it's it's like a little flirtatious and maybe a little bit naughty i don't know it's a lot of fun i enjoy it quite a bit (laughs) x is for x-rated make your marriage x-rated yeah god god wasn't really shy about putting sex in the bible and i think that he if, if it promotes intimacy between just you and your spouse in your marriage, like go for it. Um, it's, it's good to have some variety and, and to try new things. And, uh, that's just a beautiful part of marriage that you can, you can kind of go places with your spouse that no one will ever know about. And, um, but you have those shared memories unless you write a blog about it and do a <laughs> podcast i guess why you and your spouse i think i was probably like can can we be done with this at this point because i was <laughs> 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 you were ready to have an orgasm by the time we got to why 
Yeah, you you and your spouse. Well, you were the only two people in your marriage. And so you don't really have to compare yourself to to anyone else. You, your marriage is for you and your spouse. And what are you doing to make that the, the best that it can be? I think that you were mostly, as you said, ready to get to the end of this artistic process and get on to the orgasm process. Which brings us to Z, Zoom technique. Yeah, that was something you discovered a couple years ago. One of my greatest inventions. Yeah. Um, can, well, why don't you describe the process? So the Zoom technique, which of course is in a post on our blog, is using your, when the husband uses his thumb on the wife's clitoris and his forefinger on the opening of the vagina and sort of moves them, moves the thumb and forefinger in a sort of zoom motion as if you're zooming in on the screen of your phone. Yeah. I remember when you first started doing that. It's like, what are you doing? (laughs) That feels good. (laughs) So highly recommend it. Check out the zoom technique. All right. Well, here we are at the end of the acrostic. We went A through Z. Uh, I thought this was a fun piece of performance art what what was your experience with it did you enjoy this yeah I did it's been fun talking about it too it's been a while since I've looked at this and and yeah it's it's fun going back through it and seeing what past El Fury and Sexy Corte were up to okay well go and create some artwork yourself while under the influence of sexual arousal and come share it with us on our blog We hope this episode is a blessing to your marriage. Please leave us a five-star review and join us at MarriedChristianSex.com to ask a question or share your ideas. Creative Commons license.